0: Hey, Good morning, it's Patricia Murphy. It's Wednesday. This is Seattle Now. Get out the roasting pan and the baster. It's Thanksgiving. We are so grateful that New York Times recognized Seattle chef Christy Brown spoke with us last year. In a minute, we'll hear that conversation about good food and the ritual of gathering. But first get you caught up the Starbucks Denny and Broadway will close next month the company told the Seattle Times its efforts to address safety concerns at that location didn't work but Starbucks Workers United had a different take in a statement it said the company is closing the store which was the first to unionize in the city out of retaliation the Times reports that Starbucks plans to bargain with the union regarding the closure and could offer transfers to the affected workers Amazon has started booting laid off employees from their systems. Seattle Times reports the company has locked out some employees of its buildings and work issued laptops. Amazon's CEO Andy Jassy says expect more layoffs in the coming months as teams make adjustments. And we have a budget. Seattle City Council member Teresa Mosqueda says the council has finished making amendments to the city's proposed budget for the next two years. Seattle's been facing a nearly $250 million budget shortfall because of decreased revenue. A final vote on the budget will happen next week. It's time to pull out the long table again. Thanksgiving is almost here. You may have already planned out your meal, or maybe you're just scrambling right now to get it together. Hopefully not. Chef Christy Brown of That Brown Girl Cooks, Catering, and Communion Restaurant and Bar is familiar with improvising great meals when things don't work out as planned. Last year, I spoke with the chef about what Thanksgiving
1: looks like to her, reflecting on food and friendship. So for me, if I come in and somebody says, oh, we don't, we don't have peaches. Okay, well, I'm going to make sweet, sweet potato pie. That's fine. There's no shortage of yams. You know, okay. Oh, we can't make shrimp toast? Okay, let's do something else. Like... I'm, I'm okay. I like change. I describe myself as a fairy in a windstorm. So change is great for me.
0: <laughs> and I would imagine it comes in handy in the restaurant it business, being able does. to change does. on a moment's notice. And you, and
1: you will have yeah. to often. And in a pandemic, you can double time that.
0: Hustle is part of the equation for, for sure. sure. Is there a smell or memory that brings you comfort around this time of year?
1: I don't think there's one thing, right? But definitely, like, my mom, uh, her claim to fame was uh, oyster dressing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So all of those, like, the onions, the garlic, the uh, <laughs> the celery. Oh, yeah. All of that. That little mash that gets cooked in the morning? Oh, my goodness. Poultry seasoning. Yeah. That, that's a thing. Like, it's like, if you don't have that poultry seasoning... <laughs> there's problems. Okay, this
0: is funny because the one thing that I must have around the holidays is Bell's seasoning and that's because I grew up on the east coast and you can't get that out here very easily. Okay, I don't know about that. So yes, poultry seasoning is key. (laughs) Food is such a big part of the gathering, especially when it's with friends and family. I'm sure Chef Christy Brown is always welcome at the potluck. (laughs)
1: <laughs> which is funny because honestly I come to potlucks to eat other people's food and I rarely ever bring anything <laughs> I love it it's kind of a rule and I just laugh and people just look at me so disappointing <laughs> <laughs> that is funny
0: your restaurant community is about sharing community and space through food I wonder how can people create that for themselves even outside of Thanksgiving
1: what's the secret to that Oh, man, relationships, Mm. communication, you know, like, I think that we're so video bent, we're so technologically connected. And it's like, hey, let's get out of that. And let's see, like, how we can actually spend time together and build this relationship up in real time. Because that's going to be uber important moving forward. And I think that that's really it's time spent. And so... That's, I think that if you can think of one person that you haven't connected to, that it, they mean so much to you, like, hey, we don't have to have anything fancy, but let's let's connect and touch each other. I think that's important.
0: We spent a lot of time not being together at this point.
1: Sure. And, it, and it's like so easy to keep that going it's so easy it's so uncomfortable i know for me like i loved it i saw someone on uh i think their name is pencil eats on uh instagram and they made a bag that said an extrovert introvert and i was like oh that's me that's me like i love people i do if you ever come in the restaurant and i'm not looking at you or something i just might be having a moment like (laughs) i love people and so it's just interesting like when the pandemic kind of started loosening up I kind of wanted to stay at home, and I was like, hey, you got to make some choices here because you could stay like this, and I don't want to stay like this. So I had to kind of force myself out the box, and I think that's what we're all going to have to do.
0: I'm curious if there's a Thanksgiving meal that you have as part of a tradition besides the oyster stuffing deal, but is there something you have
1: come to make as a traditional meal? I am not a traditional person. So I don't think so. Like, honestly, I kind of let, and that was my mom. She was like, okay, you had the, you had the dressing, but like, I remember when to dark, to came out. <laughs> yeah. It was like, okay, let's try this to Ducan. You know, it was like my mom and dad, like they really like to experiment and so, well, he liked experiment and she liked difference. So, like, that was kind of the good mix of those two. <laughs> and so we never really had the same thing all the time. My kids kind of want the same thing all the time, though, which is funny. I guess it skips a generation. But I, I don't know. No, I don't have anything. I'm not a big mac and cheese person. I I, I'm, I can always go for some good mashed potatoes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Chef Daisley from Campania. Oh, my God, he makes these potatoes that, like, they stretch, but they are not chewy. I don't know what that man does, but, like, I'm, I'm always down for an adventure, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> Foods really come with stories. Is there an oyster dressing story you can tell us about that time?
1: I don't think it's traditional for a lot of Black folks to have fresh oysters, And we just, we loved them. We'd we'd have them on the half shell, grill them. Smoked oysters, my favorite. So I think that was just the key. And it was just like, you got to get your hands in it and pull them apart because it has to, you know, distribute all through the stuffing. Dressing, hold on, not stuffing. Now, hold on. Let's go back. (laughs) This is a big deal, okay? I feel like, I always say this in mixed company, what people say, but like, dressing Stuffing is dressing. Stuffing is in a box. Dressing is something totally different. I really don't know what the, <laughs> what the main difference is. Maybe it's cornbread. I don't know. I think it's know. a ton of salt and chemicals, Christy. Oh, oh yeah, sure, <laughs> but definitely you got it's got to be dressing. So oyster dressing, it is fresh oysters only. No cans. No, just you gotta you know. Come on, we're in the northwest and uh yeah that's it lots of poultry seasoning Oh, <laughs> lots yes. of poultry seasoning
0: oh so much poultry seasoning. this is where we start on thanksgiving morning in my house with a whole bunch of onions and celery and butter and poultry
1: seasoning yes. yes and you know you gotta have the giblets i mean there's so much to it right you gotta yeah my mom would start maybe two days ahead with the cornbread and then like then the, the giblets the next day and then the the third day, like, boom. Yeah,
0: so, this yeah. was a big deal for my mom. And when she passed away, my mother had a tradition of making mincemeat pie and she was the only one who ate the mincemeat pie. So when she yes, finally, she when she passed away, we still put out a mincemeat pie and take out one slice
1: for mom. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> and throw the rest away. <laughs> <laughs> we leave it there for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's great. Chef Brown, what are you thankful for this year? Um, particularly right now, I am thankful for my friend, my brother, my best cook I ever had, Lamont Stolfall. He passed away last week, and oh. I'm just thankful for his life. I'm thankful for his influence with my children and the place that he had with my family. That's what I'm thankful for.
0: Chef Brown, my condolences. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to Seattle Now. Diana Opong produced today's episode. The show is also produced by Caroline Chamberlain-Gomez, Claire McGrain, Jenny Cecil Moore, Van Jones, and Brandy Fulwood. Matt Jorgensen does our theme music. Seattle Now and KUOW Public Radio are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Patricia Murphy. We'll see you next week.